Welcome back to SMSF Mates Daily Podcast. This is our general advice warning that we are required to warn you that any advice has been prepared without taking into account your objectives, financial situations or needs and because of that you should, before acting on the advice, consider the appropriateness of the advice having regard to your own objectives, financial services and needs and where the advice relates to the acquisition or possible acquisition of a financial product, you should obtain a product disclosure statement, PDS, relating to the product and consider the PDS before making any decision about whether to acquire the product. Now let's get into it. Welcome back to SMSF Mates podcast. Uh, this week we have Mark, uh, the founder and CEO from Sustainable Platform with us. That's him over there if you're watching the video. Uh, joined with me is Tim uh, and our fellow co-host Ashwin had a baby this morning. so uh, he's, uh, <laughs> he's got his hands full. He's got his hands full today, so uh, uh, we'll get into it. So Mark, do you want to just introduce yourself? Yeah, sure. Thanks, Thanks for having me on. Uh, so I'm Mark Andrich. Uh, founded Sustainable Platform about uh, five years ago now after doing some research into sustainability and having a previous experience at a hedge fund uh, in New York many years before that right. and uh, set up um, Sustainable Platform to help investors better understand the sustainability um, of what they're investing in uh, because a lot of that information was missing from the, the companies and the financial markets Prior to that. All right. So, Mark, your business, sustainableplatform.com, uh, can you tell us a little bit about your typical uh, customer or, or clientele? Who do you who do you service? Yeah, clients? sure. So, uh, probably our, our uh, biggest customer base is the fund managers, uh, equity fund managers that want to invest sustainably and see what sustainability risks are hidden within the companies they're investing in. Uh, or deciding to exclude um, and matching whatever they're investing into their own uh, investment framework and what they've said they're going to do. So, for example, if they're not investing in weapons, they can use our data and make sure that none of the companies uh, are selling any weapons. Yeah. Uh, this Another type is um, uh, investment advisors. So, for example, we have the Ethical Advisors Co-op, which is a organisation of responsible investment or sustainable ethical investment um, investment advisors in Australia. They use our data similarly to, to check funds for which ones are kind of walking the talk in terms of sustainability and also as kind of an extra step to see, um, again, if there's any hidden uh, risks within the, the funds or the, the companies that they're choosing for their clients, mm. which would include self-managed super. Cool. Okay. Right, so so if you're a uh, investment manager, uh, financial advisor, or a SMSF trustee, yep, with a with a wholesale or a sophisticated status, they can, you know, yeah, absolutely use your service. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, you know, the trustees can uh, for their reporting, uh, climate alignment, which is becoming more regulated, and then um, again, uh, we're providing the company level data and the risk measures. So really. Um, any wholesale institutional investor can use this as a sustainability lens on their portfolio. Yeah, um, it's not the primary investment decision, or you know, it might not even be taken into account. But at least they can see what their sustainability risks are through um, through analysing their their holdings. Okay, Very well, good. I assume that applies for any investment. It doesn't. It's not exclusive to SMSFs. You know, any 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 portfolio of stocks, um, even a watch list. Even you could upload to your platform. I guess. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Any uh, any 
Yeah, we've got 25,000 companies on the platform. So, uh, and there's also a portfolio construction tool as well. So let's say you want to invest for, um, for good health and well-being and uh, climate action, you can select that and you can see right. which companies fall into that with certain criteria. Um, yeah, so it's, it's quite pretty robust. Tool. Yeah. yeah right. yep. So sustainableplatform.com. That's it. Thanks. So, Mark, there's been a you know, fair bit of talk around greenwashing. For those that are uneducated amongst us, <laughs> what is greenwashing? Uh, so in general terms, greenwashing is making claims – generally companies that are making claims that uh, they're doing better environmentally or making um, better environmental actions than they might actually be doing or it's measurable. Uh, ASIC has a whole um, standard around greenwashing and greenwashing risk, uh, which I think can be found on their website or you can Google it on the ASIC website and you can see examples of what would be considered greenwashing by funds right. um, or companies. Could you give us an example without naming any names? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, if you're making claims that you're a clean energy provider, um, but all of your products are oil and gas, you're probably right. going to be uh, flagged flagged for for greenwashing just because right. of the CO two from the from the oil and gas, right? Um, that that's probably the the best. Yeah, that's example. a good example. It paints a good picture. Yeah. So, how does um, greenwashing apply from uh, you know an investment decision point of view? Is there a tool available where you can sort of you know uh, sort by companies that are you know doing more greenwashing than less? Um, yeah, it's a pretty um, new area, I would say. Right. You know, we've had we've had a greenwashing risk measure. Um, on sustainable platform for about five years, so we've been measuring it. There's also the the gap between what a company is disclosing and then, um, I guess, what it's actually doing, um, which is important. There's no one place you could go to at at this point to see which companies are or aren't. I know that um, a number of companies have been kind of flagged for greenwashing. When you look at uh, one one thing, I would say is that probably investors could do their own homework as well if they're interested in it. So, you know, if you if you can if you read a company's website or a sustainability report and uh, and it's in your holdings and they're making claims that are kind of exaggerated or aren't really backed up, um, you know, that could be that could be part of it. But it's kind of difficult also for companies and funds because they want to differentiate themselves and they might be more sustainable than the next person. So they have to, I guess, be. They want to. Um, they want to be market their products positively, but they also don't want to oversell them because they could get they could get caught out. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, Mark, um, let, let's pretend I'm a CEO of a public company. Um, I want to sort of see the sort of data that sustainableplatform.com is is spitting out on on my uh, my company. How do how do I find out? Yeah, so uh, we've actually got a SDG analytics or sustainable development goal analytics where we provide the data that we have on companies and the metrics to the companies themselves. Right. Uh, for two reasons. One, the you know, we think that the independent assessment of the company can help the CEO or the CFO actually make their company more fundamentally sustainable mm-hmm. and learn something in the process. Um, 
And then secondly, they can benchmark themselves against their their peers or competitors or their industry. Um, so they can go to sustainableplatform.com and, and get one of those reports. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, we've done... Uh, we've done that benchmarking for for companies in the past. Um, they're not our major client base, but if they want to see, and uh, probably the third thing um, is also say that they can, uh, if they're interested in it, um, update their own data on our platform. Right. Uh, so we we give the company the opportunity to do that, um, just so that we've got make sure it's accurate. Make sure it's accurate. Mm-hmm. Excellent. All right, Mark, thanks for that. Um, so what is uh, sustainable investing to you, to you, in your words? Yeah, so sustainable investing is investing in a way that meets people's needs. So that might be health needs, food needs, energy needs, water needs, uh, in a way which doesn't uh, take away significantly from other people's needs or the environment. Um, so, for example? That's a good way to put it. Uh, so, for example, solar panels are providing people with their energy needs without taking away from uh, other people's needs. Right. Or uh, the environment. Or the environment. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, and and why are people buying them? Because they're getting their energy needs met and they're not taking away from uh, any other um, needs in any significant way. Right. Um, so, sustainable investing is... And that's uh, using the UN definition of sustainable development, which is meeting people's yeah. needs without taking away from others, future generations or the environment. So we right. use that uh, definition and then uh, see how investments are, are meeting that. So Mark, can you tell us a little bit about the you know, size of the sustainable investment market like a, you know, globally and how, how it's um, developed in, in recent years? Yeah, so I think probably over the last... 10 years, um, according to the UN Principles of Responsible Investment, it's gone from about, I'd say, $5 trillion to $100 trillion under management. Trillion uh, with a trillion T. Trillion with a T. So wow. uh, if you look globally, you know, Australia, I think, uh, is like 2 to 3% of the, of the global equities market. But um, you know, Europe and the US, uh, especially Europe, um, ESG and sustainable investing is really a major... Uh, component of whatever the regulators are looking at and also what the investors are looking for. Um, yeah, so it's got grown probably 20% a year for, for 10 years, now 100 trillion, so that's about a third of global equities. Wow. Um, oh, sorry, sorry, global investment um, in equities. So it's, mm. it's really quite a big um, investment theme. <laughs> Anything with a T in it usually is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very good, Mark. Uh, now, ESG investing is uh, something that has popped up uh, before as, as a question. So uh, can you tell us a little bit about that and how it works? Yeah, ESG investing is taking the environmental, social governance uh, data um, or metrics of companies into account as part of an investment process. So, for example, a fund manager might want to see that a company has reported to various standards of ESG uh, frameworks. So maybe it's the um, uh, Task Force for Climate-Related Disclosure. Maybe they're a member of the Principles for Responsible Investment. There's probably 100 acronyms I could go through, (laughs) um, but I won't uh, We'll get you to email us those later. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Then um, it doesn't necessarily mean that the decision will be made based on those factors and they're 
really the primary focus. So sustainable investing would be actually looking at what social or environmental impact of, uh, an investment's going to make, uh, whereas ESG investing is really taking into account or at least looking at the ESG data as part of a process doesn't mean that the investment will be sustainable. Uh, it just means that the ESG factors have been looked at as part of that. Okay. And right. and like what's a what's an example of like an ESG risk? Like uh, you know, in each of those categories, like is Well, an ESG risk might be let's say if a company doesn't have a sustainability report or let's say if it doesn't have a policy on its uh, on uh, modern slavery or a policy around uh, anti-bribery um, or so it, it might be uh, missing some environmental social <laughs> governance mm. policies or frameworks uh, the I guess um, it does mean however that small companies tend to get a worse ESG score mm. because they don't have the resources to put into that um, right. An example might be a healthcare company uh, which is not disclosing its carbon emissions. My view and is that that's kind of irrelevant because the healthcare company, it should be focusing on providing um, new products or R&D on health. Mm. Uh, what its carbon emissions are kind of immaterial relative to other companies. But that might be an example of where an ESG mm. um, score or, or process comes into play. Okay. Right. And, and like, uh, so, so you know, you've got these frameworks, you know, like you mentioned, the modern slavery statement, um, you know, policies and on certain things. Like, is, is that how a company is rated good or bad, essentially? Like, is it just, like, uh, is it largely policy-driven or is it, you know, actions as well? Yeah, um, I would say going back 10 years, it was all policy-driven. Mm -hmm. I think in the last couple of years, there's been more of a focus on action, which has been good. So um, it is hard, it's easy to measure what policies a company has, especially if it promotes them and puts them on their website. Mm -hmm. It's harder to measure how much of that policy has been implemented or whether it is or not following that policy. Uh, so for those sorts of – or for that reason – um, typically, the scores, the ESG scores, are more focused on what policies a company has, uh, rather than necessarily the action it's taking. It's harder to measure that action. Um, we, or Sustainable Platform, we do our best just to measure the action a company's taken, um, you know, by the impact of its products and services and and, and operational things that have happened, which are either in the news or which can be measured. Um, yeah, so that's kind of the that's really how the ESG works. Very good. How would how would an investor uh, use your service, Mark, and 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 what um, what sort of information does it give uh, that's different to say reading a financial report? Yeah, so we have uh, I guess a range of uh, investors ranging from super funds that might want to select a sustainable investment portfolio or option from a range of funds. Mm. Um, every fund is saying they're sustainable or ethical or responsible <laughs> for this or that Good reason. words at the moment, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, and But who's, who's really checking that or how do you compare that? So we provide both the, the data at a company level and we provide 
the metrics which allow uh, a super fund, say, to compare one ESG fund versus another ESG fund yeah. across a range of risk metrics like sustainability risk or greenwashing risk, carbon risk, um, or even just what the themes are that the investors are looking for. So are they looking for um, positive social impact or are they looking for better environmental credentials? Right. Uh, and then those funds that are wanting to set up an impact fund or a ESG fund or a sustainability fund, we provide a methodology to do that that's mm-hmm. authentic mm-hmm. Uh, and true to label. Right. And then we also provide the metrics that that fund can present to its investors. Right. Um, so it might be self-managed super fund investors or it might be um, retail investors, but they can provide the metrics which benchmark themselves and show what sort of impact they're making. Right. So what sort of metrics are we talking? Uh, so we're talking alignment with the UN Sustainable Development Goals. So right. whether that's no poverty, um, clean and affordable energy, uh, maybe slave labour sort of thing. Yes. Um, modern slavery, some modern slavery metrics. Yeah. Um, social equity metrics. So whether it's um, executive to worker pay or how many violations a company might have. Right. Um, then we're also showing um, uh, some risk metrics around carbon risk, so the exposure to fossil fuels a company has through its both its um, its supply chain plus its uh, product stewardship. So if you sell a product, how much fossil fuels is actually going to be burnt by selling that over the <laughs> right. lifetime okay. of that of yeah, that product? Right. Uh, and I guess um, some. Other things like greenwashing risk. So, we've had so what does greenwashing mean? So greenwashing is where a company or a fund is making environmental claims that uh, can't really be supported right. or might be over-exaggerating Marketing what it's doing. bluff. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, and we basically look at the environmental exposures that company has to different controversial industries that affect the environment, but also... So how many environmental fines a company has, and then we can benchmark that and create some metrics around that. So right. you can compare one company or one fund. Um, and the regulators have been pretty interested in that recently, but you know we've been providing that to, to our clients for about five years. So for example, if I'm an SMSF um, trustee and I want to, say, run, run a query on your platform for anyone who's, you know, say, pitching this greenwashing concept, is that possible for me or...? Yeah, 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 okay, it's possible. Yep. Yeah, cool. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and we have some, um, uh, and we have clients that are using those metrics all the time, right. fund managers, to make sure that whatever they're claiming is, uh, let's say, legitimate. Legitimate. They can back it up. They've got the data to support it. And your platform has that information in, a, I assume, an easy, nice, presented, simple to digest view. Yeah. So we have right. we have uh, various features. So you can upload your portfolio and you can see all the metrics okay. around it. You can also download all the data on the companies that are in that portfolio. So in my super fund, I've got 100 stocks. I can upload my 100 stocks into your platform. You'll then run through or your system will run through and then spit out a report and give me a environment. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's pretty simple. Right? Cool. Kept it simple and built it from scratch. Does it look globally or Aussie stocks, international stocks? Yeah, it's global global equities um, right. for the most part. Some private companies, but mostly publicly listed. Yeah, okay. And yeah. we have uh, around 25,000 companies on the platform. So it's covering about 
99% of global Most of what's cap. there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's pretty much every every ASX company, for example. Excellent. Uh, saves saves a lot of reading of annual reports. Well, we're <laughs> we're using natural language processing to take those annual reports to the file. Yeah, okay. And then we put it through our own kind of AI. I guess you call it AI, but it's a good a buzzword at the moment. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's, there's a lot of um, human. Yeah, it's a whole other area, I guess. <laughs> yeah. um, and then it just makes it easier and simpler and saves the investor time. Absolutely. Plus we've got two PhDs in sustainability that have, I guess, come up with the product and the, and the metrics, uh, myself and, and um, our head of research. Mm-hmm. And so rather than having to go, well, for, I guess, for a financial services person who doesn't necessarily have a background in, uh, in environmental science or in um, sustainability engineering, they get to pretty quickly get up to speed with what sustainable investing means, what mm. you, what the difference between say sustainable development goals, SDGs, and ESG is. So it's kind of a it's a um, uh, saving any investor a lot of time because there's so much um, information and misinformation around ESG that this is really a, a way to um, help. Uh, investors get up to speed with that as well mm. as so when you say ESG, what 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 do what do you mean by ESG? So ESG is environment, social governance, right? And if you look back, um, I guess say fifty years, financial services was all about the financial metrics and the accounting standards, mm-hmm. and then over time, um, people have been more interested in the impact that the uh, whatever they're investing in has has done to Out on the environment. Environment mm-hmm. governance has always been there, or to a large extent, been there within the investing world um, for obvious reasons. But the environmental and social hasn't, mm. uh, and so that ESG kind of came up as a um, as a terminology to encompass right. the non financial aspects of um, of the investment world. So does your platform then have a ESG rating, you know, a star rating, or is it more sort of an overarching concept? Uh, we have we provide basically the raw data so that right. funds can uh, analyse that. We also have a sustainability rating on each company as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, ESG, um, typically there's a lot of ESG type metrics and we tend to just focus on the most material. So we'd call it more of a sustainability rating than an ESG rating. Mm-hmm. Um, so as an example, uh, I don't know, let's say an oil company has a five-star energy rated building um, or it's got a sustainable packaging policy. We don't see that as material, so we don't actually, that wouldn't go into our rating, whereas right. some of the ESG rating providers might have 300 metrics uh, in our view, a lot of them aren't that material, but they're going into that rating. So there's a lot of greenwashing that also goes on where companies can, let's say, dedicate 10 people to reporting on 300 things, <laughs> most of which don't matter. Mm. But because they're disclosing it, they get a good rating. Are there are there any like particular types of companies, Mark, or uh, sectors which like your platform sort of focuses mostly on or like in investors would sort of use your platform to to analyze these specific companies or, or yeah industries? i think where the industry is not obvious or it's it's typically been mismeasured by the esg industry so for example some of the mining companies like lithium mining companies tend to get bad esg 
scores by our competitors, our international competitors, uh, whereas we would say, you know, lithium mining companies providing people with clean transport, clean energy, mm. and the life cycle of the carbon emissions from that is less than, say, fossil fuels. That, yeah. that might be one example. Uh, software companies are typically pretty hard to measure in terms of how sustainable they are. Uh, so we look at the customers that a software company has and what it, what industries it's focused on rather than, um, I guess, rather than its operational or some of its kind of supply chain yeah. issues. Yeah. Okay, cool. We're actually talking before. I, I mean, greenwashing is a term that I've only just yeah. discovered, but um, the carbon footprint uh, term, I, I believe, was coined by BP. Which is uh, which is interesting. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's another great example. So carbon footprint normally is scope one and two emissions. Scope one and two emissions are what a company's used operationally, mm. um, or what it's sorry, what emissions it's produced operationally. Um, whereas, and that's probably ten percent. Say for a a um, uh, for an oil company or a oil and gas or coal company. The carbon footprint, if you're just looking at scope one and two, would be ten percent of its of its emissions if you included mm. um, what it was selling as well. So we incorporate scope one, two, and three in our metrics right. mostly. Yeah, right. great, excellent. That's very uh, very helpful information, Mark. Thanks thanks for coming on. Uh, yeah, thanks very much. If if someone uh, you know, fund manager, uh, advisor, or wholesale SMSF uh, trustee wants to get in touch and learn more about your platform what's the what's the best way to do it yeah so sustainableplatform.com is um, has has all the different the contact details uh, mark at sustainableplatform.com don't add them to your spam list please <laughs> uh, or email um, inf- uh, info at sustainableplatform.com and one of our team members will uh, will get back to you excellent very good thanks Mark thanks thank a you. lot thanks very much for having me on cheers Thank you for joining us once again. If you're interested in our waffle about self-managed super funds, feel free to join us on smsfmate.com.au or search SMSFMate in Spotify.